building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. In today's Startup Survival episode, we are talking about why no should be your favorite word. We're not going to get quite as tactical as we have in the sales and marketing topics in weeks past, but this is an extremely, extremely important topic. From a young age, most people are taught that they're not allowed to say no. And I kind of do this with my kids, to be honest, too. Like our children are not allowed to say no to us. We cannot say no to any authority figures, in fact. And we're conditioned by traditional parenting and the school system and all of the structures that we grow up in to say yes and that we must do what is asked of us. But then You grow up and at some point you realize that you don't really know how to say no. A lot of people don't know how to say no. And doing so kindly is one of the most important skills that you have to learn if you are going to be successful. We all have to say no to the things that don't align with our big dreams and our immediate goals. And yet we often find ourselves saying yes when we should say no. And like the episode title, I'll even go so far as to say that no should be your favorite word, and you should be saying no to about 90% of the requests that you receive. My personal story is, I guess I never really struggled with how to say no. I always knew how to stick up for myself and stand my ground, and I did it a little too well. Maybe not even well. Maybe well isn't the word. I did it a little too much and a little too forcefully. As the little entrepreneur that I always was, I definitely paved my own path through life. And I think I pissed off a lot of people along the way. Just because I knew how to say no doesn't mean that I necessarily did so tactfully. Honestly, I think I was probably less than tactful for at least the first 20, 25 years of my life. And it also doesn't mean that I was saying no to the right thing. So if you're one of those people that knows how to say no, are you saying no nicely? Are you tough but kind? And are you saying no to the right things? Once I started Excelity, I kind of thought that I had to say yes to everything, like networking opportunities. Yeah. Speaking opportunities. Yeah. I think I was just flattered that people wanted to network with me or they wanted to hear what I had to say. So I said yes to nearly everything. I think part of that was probably playing to my ego too. If I, I hate admitting that, but it's true. And your ego really takes a beating during the first few years of building a company. And so when people do want to meet with you or hear you speak or rely on you in some way, I think it's really easy to start saying yes to that stuff. It took me a long time to really understand exactly what I should be saying no to and how to go about being straightforward and kind when I was saying no. The biggest turning point in my journey to learning how to say no kindly and to the right things was a few years ago when I read the book Essentialism by Greg McKeown. And it's become one of the most important lessons and reference points as I figured out this skill. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what he says about how to say no in the book. Here's a quote that really stuck out to me when I was reading it. 
The difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. That really, really, really hit home with me when I was reading the book. And he gave a number of recommendations on how to say no. You should definitely pick up the book and read it. I'm going to cover a few that I've tried and that have worked really well for me. One is the awkward pause. I remember someone advising me to do this when I was like 22 years old in my corporate career, and I thought it was so weird, and yet it is so effective. If you can get comfortable being awkward, then this one really works. You can pause for three to five seconds if you're in a live conversation, or even better yet, ignore questions for a bit when you're not in a live conversation. So if you're, for example, getting hit up via Slack or an email, I find that usually when people are asking me for things or requesting answers from me via those non-live mediums, if I just wait a little bit longer than I usually might, they have often figured out their next steps in the time that it took me to answer. Now, I'm not saying it's nice to ignore people forever or to not respond at all, but a lot of times people have the answers themselves if you just give them a little bit of time to think about it. The no but approach also really works for me. I might say something like, my calendar is full for the next six weeks, but if you follow up with me, then I'd be happy to consider. This also lets you really kind of check in on people's follow-up skills. For example, I like I get asked to be on podcasts fairly often by people on LinkedIn. And some some are easy to say yes to because they've done X amount of episodes or they have an audience that I know I'll resonate with. But some are a little bit earlier. They want me to be one of the first guests. And I want to make sure that I'm using my time wisely and only saying yes to the things that make sense. So I'll use the no but approach. And if they do take the time to follow up with me, I am much more likely to make the time to help them out. A third approach that you could try is making a rule. I don't know if this is actually in essentialism, but it has worked really well for me. For some reason, people really respect a random rule or when you refer to a rule that you have. So I could say, I have a rule that I always sleep on it before I commit to something. And then you give yourself a day to think about it. And think about, you know, whether or not you want to attend the event or whatever the ask may be. And when you tell people you have a rule, they know that you're getting treated the same as everyone else. If everyone gets the response, I have a rule that I always sleep on it, then it's like, oh, okay. And I think people really often take that in stride. This strategy also really buys you time to think about whether you want to say yes or on the flip side, how to kindly say no. Finally, last but not least, it often works for me to just be really straightforward. I might say something like, thanks for the ask. I'm not taking networking meetings right now due to my number of other commitments. But that said, I really appreciate you reaching out and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I think if you can say no in a really straightforward way with a lot of kindness, you show you're being responsive even though you're saying no, people usually really accept this and even will thank you for the response. So in summary, it is so dang important to learn how to say no. That's why I put it in this startup survival episode series, because in order to survive growing a startup, you have to know how to say no, what you must say no to, and what to say yes to. 
I actually keep a note in my phone that outlines all the different ways that you can say no. And I refer to them often when I'm responding to emails or messages on LinkedIn or whatever it may be. And remember that this is a muscle that only grows with practice. So get out there, start prioritizing and start kindly saying no, and it will get easier and easier as you go. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I think this is an issue that a lot of people struggle with in when and how to say no. I'd love to hear how it goes if you try some of these strategies. If you got value, share it with just one person that you think will resonate with this message. And I'll be back on Friday. Bye.